Hi, I'm Jay John. You're listening to Heroes of the Faith. Many Christians throughout the centuries have inspired me and there is much we can learn from them. I have been writing about some of my heroes of the faith and here they are, read by my wife, Killy. Denominations, churches and even individual Christians always risk stagnation. A situation in which everybody is busy doing nothing. At such times, God often sends someone to shake things up. A man who did just that was David Wilkinson, the American evangelist who took the gospel from the comfort of the pulpit down into the ugliest of streets. Wilkinson was born in 1931 to a long line of Pennsylvanian Pentecostal Christian preachers and raised in a Christian family. He received Christ at age eight and began preaching in his early teens. After going to Bible college, Wilkerson was ordained as a minister in 1952 and was married the following year. The 50s were a time of quiet prosperity in America and, with honourable exceptions, churches were focused on stability, comfort and conservative values. As a successful pastor of a rural church, Wilkinson seemed destined for lifelong ministry as a country minister. It was not to be. Wilkinson had both a restless nature and a deep hunger to know and obey God. One evening in 1958, he became profoundly moved by an article on some young New York gang members who were being tried for a brutal murder. Impelled by God, Wilkinson drove to New York to try to witness to them at the trial. He failed but gained publicity in the press that gained him access into the gang world. Despite being far from his comfort zone, Wilkinson now felt that working amongst the New York gangs was his calling. Turning from his successful pastorate, he began street evangelism amongst young drug addicts and gang members in New York. It was a dangerous ministry, but Wilkinson's preaching saw some miraculous conversions, the most famous of which was the gang leader, Nicky Cruz. After what Wilkinson was doing became publicised in The Cross and the Switchblade, a book which sold 15 million copies in 30 languages, he became internationally well known. The book not only told a remarkable story, but confronted the comfortable evangelical church with its calling to preach the gospel to the last, the least and the lost. As the ministry grew, Wilkinson founded an addiction recovery programme called Teen Challenge, expanding it out eventually to Global Teen Challenge. Here, as elsewhere, Wilkinson was the classic pioneer, intensely involved in the beginning of ventures and then, as he moved on to some new project, passing the work over to others to administer and develop. As the 60s unleashed a tidal wave of cultural change, Wilkerson began working among middle-class teenagers who were now drifting into a counterculture of drugs, sex and alcohol. He developed a global ministry as a challenging speaker 
and a prolific author, ultimately writing 30 books. A number of these were based on prophecies he had received and his dramatic predictions of disaster for the United States were both praised and condemned. In 1986, David Wilkerson felt called by the Holy Spirit to return to New York City and open a ministry in downtown Manhattan where he felt Christian witness had vanished. The result was the Times Square Church, which had, and continues to have, a ministry to both the prosperous and the poor. Ending his pastoral work in 1997, Wilkinson continued his preaching and writing ministries into the new millennium. In 2011, he was killed in a car crash at the age of 79. There is much that can be said about the life and ministry of David Wilkinson. I had the joy of meeting him and these thoughts come to mind. First, Wilkinson was a remarkable individual. These articles about heroes have reminded me how uniquely varied God's people are. Wilkinson cannot be fitted conveniently into any sort of pigeonhole. He was a man with a profound love for the lost, but who could be uncomfortably blunt in his condemnation of the sins of society and individuals. He believed deeply in the importance of churches, but was defiantly against denominations. He was a Pentecostal who had a deep affection for the Puritans. He took risks, offered prophecies that failed, condemned contemporary Christian music and criticised fellow Christians. He was a one-off and God made remarkable use of him. Second, he was a man of involvement. Wilkinson didn't just lament over situations or denounce them from the pulpit. He got involved in trying to put them right. He went down into the streets to share the gospel. And I can't help but think that that's where more of us ought to be. Third, he was a man of intensity. Wilkinson didn't do half measures. His profound hunger for God and his burning compassion for the lost put most of us to shame. As an evangelist, he didn't just ask for conversion to Jesus, he asked for total surrender and dedication to him. His intense attitude to his outreach, some called him a fanatic, David Wilkinson was a man on fire and it's not surprising that many Christians found him too hot to handle. Fourth, he was a man of integrity. Through David Wilkinson's long and varied ministry in complex and difficult settings, no hint of scandal in any shape or form touched him. People disagreed with him and criticised what he wrote, but he remained untainted by anything that might compromise him or the gospel of Christ. His commitment to God protected him. Above all, David Wilkinson was a man who inspired. He was someone whose importance extends well beyond his own personal achievement. Through his ministry, and particularly the cross and the switchblade, Wilkinson shook up the sleeping church by showing them what could and should be done for the lost. Still today, he reminds believers everywhere 
that the purpose of the Christian faith is not the creation of comfortable communities. It is to rescue the lost in the power of the Spirit. I hope you've been inspired by today's Heroes of the Faith podcast. Please visit our website, canonjjohn.com, where you can sign up to receive future blogs direct to your inbox. Thank you for listening. Many people have many questions about Jesus. Who was he? What did Jesus teach? Why was it necessary for Jesus to die on the cross? Did Jesus actually rise from the dead? What is it that Jesus can offer us today? How do we know that Jesus Christ is the truth? If you want to know what Jesus said, why he said it, and how we know he's the truth, pick up a copy of Jesus Christ, the truth. Get your copy now at canonjjohn.com.